Okay, Amir Hashem, everyone should have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos. Now this week's Parsha, Parsha Sefa'ira, begins the Makis that Hashem brought down upon Egypt. And Hashem commands Moshe to confront Pyro with a tremendous miracle, initially, right? First, the Simonim of turning his staff into a snake, to show that Moshe is Hashem's Shaliach, that Pyro summons the Khatumim, and who are the Khatumim? The wise men and the sorcerers. And they manage to copy Moshe. And each time that they copy Moshe, that they copy Moshe, what happens to Pyro? Pyro, of course, understandably, is uh, he still hardens his heart and does not care about the Simonim. Now later Moshe and Aaron confront Pyro and warn him for the first plague, the changing of the Nile to blood and the death of the fish in it. Aaron strikes the Nile and it turns to blood. Again, Pyro has the Khartoumim copy this. In describing Pyro's reaction, it's actually really interesting, the Torah tells us, Vayifen Pyro, He turned, Pyro physically turned, Vayovel basically went home, he did not even pay attention or heed to even to this. Even to this. Seems to be a little bit extra because he turned and he went home. That we understand. I don't need the second half of the Pasuk. He also didn't pay attention. Or you can tell me he didn't care. But who's to say, why is the Torah going ahead and extra telling me that he turned, he went home and he also didn't care. So Rashi explains, he didn't care, he didn't even pay attention to this. To the nace of the staff, which was changed into a snake, and not, also not to that of the Makazdam. That's really interesting because we already know from previous Pesukim that when the Khartoum copied the miracles, Pyro's heart stiffened and he became, uh, and he didn't care, right? That's the Pesuk, uh, I think it's Pesuk get out. And yet when the Egyptian sorcerers did the same with the spells, Pyro's heart behaving hard, and he did not, again, that's in, I think it's in Chav Beis now. So twice you see already that each time that the Khartoum would copy Moshe, Pyro would, wouldn't care and he moved on, right? His heart became hard. So why is the Torah adding us, adding, and what is it telling us? That again, the Pyro did not take heed or care. And what is the connection between the beginning of the Pasuk of Pyro turning went home, and to the end of the verse, and he paid no heed? Seemingly there's some interconnection. I think the answer is like this. The answer is like oftentimes when we, ourselves, we go to a good shir, we hear a good idea, we hear something that's, we, we saw an experience, we lived through an experience, that really changes us, at least in that moment. It really hits us and affects us in a very deep and raw, real way. And yet what happens? What happens? That inspiration that really hit you, that finally tickled, gets lost in the wind. It's gone. It's gone. It's here one minute, it's gone the next. And oftentimes when you feel that feeling, it goes away. You feel without direction, you feel dejected, feeling helpless. What's the most important thing to do when a person has that mode of inspiration? You have to act on it right away. You have to do something concrete. Write a note. You have to do it immediately. But what actually ends up happening? What do we do? With, and what do we do that often kills that inspiration, that inertia, that effort? Is when we return to our daily routine unchanged. We miss opportunities to grow. We go back to what feels familiar. And we just go back to what feels familiar. We go back to our quote-unquote comfort zone. And then we can forget and ignore the inspiration that we experienced. With this in mind, we now understand the Pasha. Upon seeing the Nisim Gluyim that only a fool could ignore, only a Shaita Mamish, Pyro should have taken a moment to stop and reflect. Even after his own Khartoum copied Moshe, he should still have seen the Yad Hashem. This morning actually tells us something amazing. He says, really, what's the difference between the Maka of Moshe and what the Khartoumim copied? The Khartoumim, they had like an Alibaba version of, uh, of the Maka. What does that mean? A cheap knockoff. Their, theirs was only external. Says the Sfarno, technically, if Pyro really would have looked close, he would have seen that the Pasuk, but by the, the Pasuk describes for us, but he would have seen that the Nile turned to blood, but the fish also died. 
The Makkah of Moshe was much was a change in the inherent nature of the water, as opposed to the Khartoum, it just changed the color. And if only Pyro had stopped and thought for a bit and let that actually penetrate in his mind, he would have actually made a difference. And yet, what does Pyro do? Instead of taking a moment to stop, what does he do? He physically turns and he goes home. He goes home to his comfort zone, his familiar surroundings. There I say, his smartphone. And ultimately to the same self as he was before. This seemingly in- insignificant action of Vayavoel Beto Vayavoel Beisoy inevitably led him to Velo Shakli He didn't care. He didn't think about it. It didn't let him penetrate. He was at that moment of the, the opportunity to reflect was lost. And of course, it's only natural that Pyro would, take, would not take anything to heart. But only that, this, not only that, but his refusal to think ultimately would be his undoing. So we have to understand ourselves. We have these moments of Vesaris every single moment. We have opportunities that really finally tickle us in the way that we want to be tickled. I say that my Rebbe says this, it's a term in Yiddish. But it's, it, 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 finally something hits us. To feel real, to feel alive, to feel spiritual alive. And we let it just go to the wayside. To find something to concrete, concretize it, make it real, make it something which is not something we just go back to our day to day, but to really let us affect us and knock us off course to the right direction. Call to good Shabbos.